Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real and I can't remember what else I was going to say. Oh. Is that a joke or are you being sincere? No joke. Oh. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh. Today we look at the 1936 propaganda film that says weed is bad, reefer madness. And man, what? this one is really, really... Mm. What? And <laughs> it's, uh, it's... It's... Uh, Film. Yeah, yeah. I liked it better this time. Yeah. I think I'd seen it years ago and found it boring. Yeah. But then this time I watched it colorized and while high. I think we found it funnier this time around too. Yes. Oh, it was amusing. I was just I was amused because it's ridiculous. Because mm. well, this was this was made by a group of people yeah. much too white to understand that a J can be pronounced as as a Y sound. Yeah. So there was a marijuana. There were oh. H's yeah. everywhere because marijuana. These were the same people who enjoyed tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So And what's yeah. llama's deal? Uh you never say Yama. Yeah. Right? Huh. Yeah. Except if it's Spanish. Do they say Yama? Como se llama? No, no, say Yamo, that's a different thing. Oh, well. But like we're talking the animal. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Llama llama duck. Yeah. Let's call them alpa alpacas. Yeah. Alpacas? So if you haven't heard this podcast before, my name is Nick. I'm Cass. I'm here. No, I'm Dan. I'm high. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie stars basically a lot of people that you've never, ever heard of. And probably never never will will again. again. The only one who did actually that you would really hear of is uh, somebody who, oh man, who was in a movie that we saw. is a man named Richard Alexander who played the lead sergeant in All Quiet in the Western Front. Oh, which I don't remember yeah, much. And okay. That movie was, just, was I just remember Boots in that movie. He, like, was, the guy, he was the oh, guy. He was the guy. The Boots, the boots yeah. were the main character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's, let's he be honest. He was the guy who was the sergeant who looked at it. He goes, okay, that's your friend. Your friend's a corpse now. Let's keep moving on. <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah, it was that guy. Oh, that guy. The yeah. cherry one. Yeah, and... Oh, yeah, that movie was cheery as fuck, man. Yeah, right, right. Feel, and good, feel good time for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I mean, no one ever suspects the butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> now, Reefer Madness itself well, it was a propaganda film, and there were Fucking one hell. of many of these. And they added shit to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this was one here, so just a quote from BudsDispensary.com or BudsLTD.com. Uh, here. So, you better understand how this movie came to fruition. It was. It, <laughs> It's important to dig deeper into society before what it was like before Reefer Madness was released. Louis J. Gessner did not come up with this idea on his own. There were several influences. All of the influences combined later became the launching pad of how this movie got funded, written, and directed. In general, the church was heavily influenced in American society, mainly the Catholic Church, who uh, during the period of the Great Depression was raging on and wreaking havoc, for years to come. Society falling apart, blah, 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 blah. But what they did was blame cannabis because it was very, very important to churchgoers that we were very, very bad and this was a sin. It was it was a prevalent issue at the time, so an easy connection to the 30s was to get a bit of support from religious folks was that weed is bad. Here's the thing, though, is that they never, ever, ever said one community that was really, really bad with it was the foreign people. And the black community. 
So they just want to take away the cool stuff from the jazz yeah. musicians. At oh, and Earth. it's really funny you say that because there's the history. I, I looked at this, and also I wanted to look at why uh, why marijuana was was illegal at that point in time. You know, because you got to look at you got to know that before you really dive into this movie. Wasn't really. there a competition with? Somebody growing hemp. I mean, yes. hemp competition mm-hmm. with them. Yes, is, it was, is yeah. that? And it's also a lot of racism. But yeah. I'm sure yes. we're getting into that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You, you are actually both the, right. So break. a very, very, very brief version of it. Um, the short answer is racism <laughs> and industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a. Um, and there, in the turn of the 20th century, there was, you know, a lot of it, marijuana was was illegal, but it really was pushed to be illegal because of cannabis and racism. So with the start of the Mexican Revolution in 1910, many Mexicans began moving to the United States, bringing the traditional smoking marijuana. Amid growing fears of Mexican immigrants taking their jobs, not much change. They're taking uh, their jobs. Oh my God, their historical claims began to circulate that it caused a lust for blood and also entered the African-American communities and everywhere else. So it's just these people who are not us are going to go ahead and going to ta- are going to take our livelihoods and everything else away. So cannabis was the, uh, the was what became marijuana, known as marijuana, well, obviously is marijuana. It's the, but, know, it was the, the devil's lettuce and those yeah. scary people with the melanin in their skin like yeah. it, so it must be bad. Yeah. Wait, why didn't they, like, be, why weren't these stuffy people like, hey, it, they think it's cool, let's take it and make it popular for ourselves, you know? Because, actually, that's a really good point, this is in the 30s, there was the head of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, who was a guy named Henry J. Anslinger. He also invested very heavily in the paper companies. Mm-hmm. Wait, hemp competed with paper? Yes, because hemp, so yeah. Much with hemp. Because yeah, hemp, hemp itself became, you know, you could use hemp to actually, and also, like Adslinger also, yes, he did invest also in fabric, invested in it, and had a lot of factories yep. where they did that. So cannabis would have, you know, hemp would have actually put him out of business. So he used his ability to push and uh, push legislation. Why didn't the dumbass to, invest in hemp? Too well because he was he was investing in paper. He was already so, invested. So some here, co- some so. Cost and all that. He sought a federal ban in the dra- and the ban it here, and he claimed that the majority of part smokers were Mexicans, African Americans, and the marijuana quote had a negative effect on the degenerate races. Mm-hmm. They include inducing violence and causing insanity. Further, he noted, reefer makes dark. I'm so sorry to say this. Reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men. Oh my god. And he pushed that and also, and it became also, he oversaw the Marijuana Taxation Act, which made it all very illegal and was deemed unconstitutional in 1969. Nice. And uh, then made it a controlled substance federally. You know, I think I figured out why they why they spelled it with an H yeah. instead of it just being like just pure ignorance that a, a J can be pronounced with a Y. Yeah, I think they pronounce it with an H so that they can get their H in there because you can't be a, you can't be a proper racist without set, without emphasizing the H. Oh yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Hey, listen there, yeah. white man. 
Yeah, so, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like, so, yeah. mm, can't yeah. be a proper racist for that. Dig up this guy and poop on his yeah. skull face. So all well, this... You have, have to poop on a lot of people because yeah. it was a very prevalent, uh, I guess, attitude back in the day. Yeah, so all this really led to everything we have now, and he also had the proper... he. He aided the an eager news media to try to go ahead and news media that started to blow up at this point, radio shows, everything else, which really in reality so um uh, really tried to sell and make sure they sold papers, but what sells paper, uh, what sells news, is news that scares you. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it bleeds, it leaves. Yeah, and if it, it exactly, and news that scares you. And what scared white people who were buying the papers? Everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. If so, you look slightly <clears throat> different than me, yeah. even if you're a different kind of white person, because yeah. there was a whole lot yeah. of, you know, the Irish were pretty, yeah. were pretty shat upon for a yeah. while. It's like, and if there was and anyone, damn pale. If they, there was like anyone the more white. white <laughs> Yeah, but it's right. just, anyone who's even slightly different than me, if their accent's just a little bit different, they are the other. Yeah. We have to keep them yep. apart. Yeah, and this led to Reefer Madness. Now, <laughs> if we look at this uh, nearly 90 years later, it's funny as fucking hell. It really oh. is. It's funny as hell because this is what they all thought. And also, you know, having, you know, one of the comments when we watch this on YouTube, I mean, it's in public domain, mm-hmm. yeah. so you can see that, but one of them is like, back in the day, it was, uh, you know, I read it like, uh, you know, back in my day, it was, back in my day, my drug dealer wore a three-piece suit and a fedora. I'm <laughs> 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 like, okay, okay. Yep. And fantasy nope. casting's gotta be fun with this. <laughs> we were watching it, we were watching it on YouTube, obviously, doing it through the, through the TV, so I didn't have any of my ad blockers going. Yeah. We kept getting random ads for, like, detox centers. Yeah. Because it's just like, YouTube's just like, are you okay, buddy? Do you need to talk to someone? <laughs> like, no, no, we're okay, we're fine. Yep. <laughs> I would have thought you'd get ads for dispensaries. Yeah. No, we got ads for, uh, um, do you have a problem with opiates? You, do you have a problem <laughs> with opiates, and are you losing your hair? It's just like, whoa, that ship's sailed, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, shit, that's like mine. Mine's been, mine's been losing it since I was 13. Like, like, yeah, but most of the time, when men no- notice that their hair is already, when they're losing, when they notice they're losing their hair, it's already too late. It's like, well, gee, thanks for that. <laughs> there, there should be like a circle in hell where that guy is getting death of a thousand paper cuts. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there's also like one of the things I. I really looked at was I wanted to look at something more recently where they tried to do the same thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know where do y'all remember Dare? <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> you mean the program where <laughs> that, little Dan who had no idea about any kind of drugs yeah. learned all about drugs? Yeah. 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 And my favorite part of that, people will offer you drugs all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. Drugs are expensive. They're not just going to give you shit. That's not no. how that works. I found this. Give them more reefers. And yeah. I, I just wanted to play a little bit of it. The the I Will Dare, the Dare Drug Abuse Resistance Education theme song. <laughs> Which oh is a God. thing. And I remember being made to sing this. Oh, God. In the sixth grade. And... Just, 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 there's something very, very wrong with this one part of it. Okay, it's pretty. 
know this. if anyone can discern the words from audio alone. Well, so I got I caught the last two. I will respect myself yeah. and I'll educate myself now. But that music sounded me. menacing. Mm. Yes. So D, I won't D for I won't do drugs. <laughs> A, Hold I on. won't have an attitude. R for I will respect myself. E for I will educate me now. That sounds like code for not touching yourself. Sincerely. <laughs> it's like stay pure for reasons. Yeah. I had a purity. For Jesus. I had a purity ring. Which also does... I went... I, okay. Did you succumb to purity pressure? I, I think so. Like, okay. I was the good little boy. I, I believed wholeheartedly in everything Catholicism was trying to throw at me. I almost said that Catholicism was trying to shove down my throat, but that's a real bad joke. Mm. Never happened with me. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Um, Jesus. At the very least, Father Mahoney and Father yeah. Steve were decent folks. Yeah. Now. Well, there's a difference between, bless me, Father, I have sinned, and Daddy, I have been bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. The priests that I had in, uh, interactions yeah. with yeah. in my childhood were decent folks. Yeah. Are they all? Fuck no. No, no they're not. Yeah. Um, kind of lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? I just want to play uh, what the... You believed in the yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I fully... I was fully, like, fully just drank the Kool-Aid, full, yeah. full on, uh, full on good Catholic boy. I was an altar server, whole nine yards. So, I had no idea what any of these, like, drugs were. I had no idea what any of these, like... When any of these, like, the the D.A.R.E. program came in, it's just like, you know, don't do dope. And I'm sitting there going, what's dope? And they're like, yeah. this is, and then Pee Wee Herman came on TV, this. This is crack. This is crack. I'm like, if Pee Wee likes it, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> D.A.R.E. backfired, man. Oh, incredibly. Yeah. I mean, D.A.R.E., the Drug Abuse Resistance Education program was started in L.A., by the then captain, and then there's been various names that actually uh, around there who actually created it, but it was meant to have, you have uniformed police officers go into schools and talk about drugs and how, like, and I remember having this guy, was, uh, you know, the officer was actually genuinely a good guy. He lived a few doors down from me, and he was a really good neighbor, and it just, it was the same thing, like, they played this song, and I remember hearing it. The music was menacing, and all I could think of was Bananarama's Cruel Summer. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, okay. It's the same freaking thing. I mean, it really is. It's, 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 got, it's got that kind of ominous beat to it. Yeah. But Bananarama's a little happier, I think. Yeah, a little bit. And Bananarama's <laughs> just fun to say. Yeah, it's... But it was, it was created as a nonprofit to try to break a generational cycle of drug use, and it had very, very, very good intent. However, you're right. When a police officer comes in and said, people are going to think that when you're, you're, people are going to tell you that doing drugs is cool. And then you get later on, and when you have Cheech and Chong up in smoke and various other things, and you have your parents listening to Grateful Dead and Jimi Hendrix going, what were they, right? <laughs> yeah, like, probably not that bad. They came out with really great music, and I wanted to be a musician at that time. I'm like, mm, yeah, not that bad. You know not what? bad. Yeah, it fucking backfired. You're right. Yeah, I didn't see this shit around, but then again, I was one of the. I never even got detention, kind of. Yeah, me neither, yeah. I only saw, like, when I 
twice when I, in all the years I did laundry, and I found like a suspicious baggie in somebody's pocket. And oh, oh, and there was that time I had that bit of edible cookie somebody gave me, and that made me queasy. But yeah, I didn't really see that shit much until it got legal in the state and could go just go to the store and get it. Yeah. The dispensary. And I saw this on um, somewhere, I think it was Facebook or something like that, that said if, you're, if your dispensary looks nicer than the Apple store, it's time to reconsider what's legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it really is mm-hmm. like, yeah. And if we go to the dispensary that we go to and we're looking around like, oh my god, this is really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Is that Sunnyside? Yeah. Because I know you guys are closer to Sunnyside. Yeah. The dispensary up, up here on our end of the city, I mean, it's nice, but it's weirdly loud. It's just like, oh, there's really? not really that many people in there, but just there's just a wall of noise when you walk into that dispensary. Yeah. Up at the, the one up on the uh, on the line of Timberton. Oh. I've heard, I've, I've heard really oh, good things about yeah, Sunnyside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, but Sunnyside's actually, it reminds me of a nightclub Kaz and I used to go to. Okay. You know, they were called Rise in Boston, and it's just like, okay, they're playing some, like, really good techno music, but it's really kind of mellow at the same time. Okay. And they're just, okay, get in line, okay, all right, yeah, you're, okay, you're just, you know, recreational, all right, cool, can I just see your ID? All right, man, what are you looking for? And they're, like, really chill, and, like, I'm like, this was genuinely fine. Like, it really yeah. isn't that bad. I'm like, you know, it certainly isn't going to be, like, you know, where it was. Axe murder? Yeah, right. Or, where did they get that from? See, that, see that's, the, that's the idea you'd get if there was a dispensary modeled on the club that I used to go to, yeah. Club Hell in Providence. I've been to Club Hell. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this is more like a factory. Yeah. And that, but cleaned up. And it looks kind of like a, if somebody wanted to make an electronic store in a... In an old factory, and it's yeah. nice and classy. Yeah. Or but like when uh, people make apartments. When people make apartments out of old, like, mills. Yeah. And you have, like, it's like your regular apartment, but you've got, like, 40-foot-tall ce- uh, ceilings. <laughs> yeah. And you got those huge windows, and it's yeah. just like, this is cool. I like this. It's like the, the, the apartment that everybody has in that romantic comedy that there's no way that an architect <laughs> is making that much money to have a 40,000-square-foot apartment in fucking New York. Yeah. I've gone on a tangent. I'm a little altered today. Can you tell? <laughs> no, we've all been a little altered <laughs> yeah, the past few days. That's what yeah. happened, because uh, I, I wanted to yeah. see how... So my... you, you watched it while uh, you were taking an edible, right? Yeah, I had a yeah. couple of gummies. Um, I watched it Stone Cold Sober, which might have been a mistake, uh, but Joss was a little bit high, so watching her and bouncing off of that, that was a fun situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I also watched it sober today, so I could more... uh, Because, well, if I have an edible, then I end up forgetting things halfway through saying them or writing them or thinking them. So, I mean, it's, it's all right for you know, shuffle the cards of your brain a little bit, but I wouldn't want to be like the like the addicts in the movie yeah. or something uh, yeah, doing it le- all the time. At you know? least you don't have like a sudden violent outburst of laughter followed by uh, what did the what uh, did the crawl crawl thing say? Followed I have, by I have the script actually cool, cool. right here. I, well, cool, cool. yeah. I did I was afraid to to have them again because I remembered our Yellow Submarine review because I wanted to see if it would affect 
my experience of Yellow Submarine, and I laughed, and then I started crying hysterically. Yeah. And I, I'm, whenever I think, okay, maybe I'll eat some gummies, I get scared that that'll happen again. Well, to to be fair, I was stone cold sober watching uh, Yellow Submarine, and I think I had a similar response to it. <laughs> so you're you're not alone. That that was a personal reaction though, yeah. because ah. it reminded me of an older time where ah, okay. and things, and then. Bad thoughts spiraled out of control. I feel like yeah. a, an edible is like a mood yeah. amplifier. Yeah, it it, it, it absolutely lets all can the be. feelings out. It yeah. absolutely can be. Yeah. Now, in that in that like opening crawl about telling yeah. what what mar I, marijuana does. Yeah. I was like, they, is this a few of them were right. Yeah, yeah I, a few I, of them were right. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah. you're right on that one. You are way off base yeah. on that one. That, yeah. That, I have I have the script murder. right here. I have just, I've rarely felt the, the need to axe murder yeah, anyone. It's, so. it's right here. So Do it it's sober like Lizzie yeah. Gordon. Mm -hmm. First effect is sudden, violent, uncontrollable laughter. Then comes yep. dangerous hallucinations. Space expands, allowing time slows down. Yeah, some almost stands still. The next is <laughs> fixed ideas come next, conjuring up monstrous extravagance. Followed by emotional disturbance, yeah, the total inability to direct thoughts, yeah. loss yeah. of all power or resist physical emotions, finally leading to acts of shocking violence, Not that. No. ending often in incurable sanity. Uh, I now, was already crazy, so... Yeah. Now, now the, the, the acts of violence, that only applies to the Taco Bell that you ordered because you got the munchies. Yeah. I want Taco Bell is going to be yeah. like, oh god, yeah. it's so violent. Did they just get that axe murder thing? Did they pull that out of their asses, or was there an actual incident? No, they probably pulled it out of their ass because the guy who wrote this, like, was heavily, heavily, heavily into the Catholic. Sorry, the guy who directed it, Louis Gassner, it was like heavily into the Catholic Church, and also he wrote comedies for Max Linder. Oh, why do I know that? He was like. Kind of like Charlie Chaplin before Charlie Chaplin. Ah, yeah. okay. And okay. then he went crazy after World War One. And was there was As it a murder did. suicide? Yes. Oof. Or okay. was it a suicide pact? No, murder suicide. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. I and think mustard yeah. gas made yeah. him crazy. So Louis, yeah, yeah. Louis Gassner was a guy who wrote this. He wrote Reefer Madness and then wrote almost all the propaganda films himself, and directed this one. But he really wanted to make sure that they sold the fact that you know marijuana was evil. <laughs> so this is like, yeah, and they're trying to say it's more dangerous than heroin. It's like, right? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I, I want to see like the real reefer madness or something where you just you eat all the food in the fridge and then regret it later. And then you're mad because there's no more food. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, but I'm still hungry. Why did I eat three tubs of chocolate ice cream? I had a gnawing ball of hunger. Yeah. I imagine like a meatball, like a langolier with one mouth. <laughs> It was lodged in the base of my throat. That was kind of uncomfortable. I'm I'm not exactly comfortable with uh, what with not being able to control my emotions as well. But yeah. but there's I mean, but sometimes I mean it can every, be enjoyable some yeah. aspects. But so you know myself personally, I've you know I've used the the devil's lettuce. I've used marijuana in the past. I have no drug tolerance whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So I get. Or I would get really, really high and really, really silly, but I'd never enjoyed that feeling. Mm. Like, it's just something about it, it just never really yeah. was my thing. So it's like, 
I'm all like people want to want to get high. You want to do edibles. Yeah. You want to do whatever. Have fun. If you need a ride home, give me a call. I'll help you out. But it's not my thing. Yeah, I mean, same here with me. You can yeah. see it because I do like how perception can, can change. That's yeah. interesting. Or you might have random ideas, but at the same time, it's annoying to forget shit halfway through thinking or saying mm. or writing it. And, and you're just with it enough to realize that you lost your train of thought. And you're just like, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I know when you when you lose your train of thought, you get really annoyed at yourself. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, that happens sober. Yeah, <laughs> so, but like, it's much worse. I'll actually get up and walk into the other room where that train of thought started to be like, okay, oh, no. hold on, let's find the rails again, because my train <laughs> my train of thought just <laughs> right past the station and derailed in a mountain pass somewhere. But pizza tastes better. Indeed. Yeah, it's Indeed. like. Your, uh, your, like, senses, like, yeah. can Yeah, and you can, said you like, had, like, a ratatouille effect. Like, two ratatouille moments. I, I flash back to, like, some older pizza I had when I was a kid or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, funny thing, I still haven't seen ratatouille all the way through. Uh, like, I rented it, uh, to watch back when surprisingly I, good. Back when um, I worked at Blockbuster, I used one of my free, uh, free yeah. rentals to rent it. Brought it home, put it in my Xbox. I started to watch it. I got ten minutes in, and then my Xbox melted. Oh, no. Oh. It was, it was the connection... Excuse me. It was the uh, connection between the uh, video out mm. and whatever. Just where I had it was in a bad spot. It just so happened to die while watching Ratatouille. So it was just like... Remy killed my Xbox, <laughs> and like the and it died slowly. So it's like you could just see like from the edges of the screen this weird kind of silver kind of <laughs> almost looks like frost kind of come in, oh, and then it man, took over creepy. the and for like a few moments it looked like the weirdest etch a sketch like flowy kind of thing because it was like you could see like Remy moving around. But it was like it was carved into this metal plate. And I'm like, embossed? that's kind of cool. Yeah, like embossed. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Then the screen went black, and I'm like, my that's Xbox cool. died. <laughs> Imagine if you were high watching that, too. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So I, my, I guess my point is um, there's a middle ground between horror stories and those up opposite people that are like, oh, my God, this is my whole personality. It's the best thing ever. Yep. I know a few people that pot is pretty much the entirety of their personality. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, they're fun enough in short bursts. Yeah. It's like, but, you know. It's an interesting experience, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily like, I don't know. I, I don't know how much hype people have over hearing about this stuff I, for the, for, over the years. Yeah, I honestly think it was probably more hyped up when it was illegal around here. Mm. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, I got to do that. You got away with something. You went against the man mm -hmm. a little bit. Damn now man, it's like, you know. yeah, like, now, okay, you got, all right, I got 20 bucks. I can just go get some, you know, topical or something and yeah. just sort of help me sleep. <laughs> and, oh, my you God, know, like, you're old. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. and... Yeah. I've got CBD body wash uh, yeah. in the bathroom. It's like it, it helps. Wash. Yeah, it helps. Like, well, it's it's like the uh, it's for my legs. I get super sore, as you'd imagine. Yeah. I walk around a lot. When I'm taking a shower, that I get my legs with that stuff. I walk out. I'm like, this feels a lot better. Yeah. Like, there's just so many good uses and so many good like just yeah. And results I think isn't the word I'm going for. I'm losing the word here, but I think you get where I'm going. Yeah. It's like, 
it shouldn't be illegal places. No. It's like, it's really not that bad. No. I it, would still keep it like 21 plus, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But it yeah. shouldn't be an illegal drug. It should be like cigarettes, like yeah. alcohol. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it can be dangerous in certain situations, but if you're a responsible goddamn grown-up like you should be... And don't fucking drive. That, too. Yeah. Like the kid in this movie, like... Yeah. What, what oh, was God. That was, sure that is an was idiot. the yeah. greatest hit and run I've ever yeah. seen. Are we gonna go in order? Or? Um, well, I want to go through. I want to go through a little bit before we get into a little bit of the scene. Okay, because we're yeah. like thirty minutes in, and we yeah. and I well, haven't. Well, the movie's only a little over an hour, so we yeah. can vamp a little bit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say, what's with these intertitles? Do they think it's like silent film intertitles? Right. It's like, what is this? 1890 telephoned and wants its intertitles back. Seriously. <laughs> or, well, 1910, or, you know yeah. what I mean, man. So, right, so, as we as we said, this is a propaganda film, you know, oh, which does yeah. which does go through and tries to show that marijuana pushers are able to, or people who do smoke, are able to have hit and run to uh, manslaughter, suicide, conspiracy to murder, attempt rape, hallucination, and yada yada. This movie was released as uh, the the original title is Tell Your Children, mm-hmm. and also was titled in some areas as The Burning Question, Dope Addict, Dope Youth, and Love Madness. There's what? yeah, but it really is known as Reefer Madness because in the nineteen as later on in life because this was actually pushed out and it absolutely fucking failed horribly and. Under it was recut, redistributed as exploit films, and actually found its way back into it through TV, through <laughs> the fifties, and in the early seventies it gains new life as the complete freaking opposite of what it was originally out for, is because it became an unintentional satire among cannabis policy reform. I mean, yeah. And became you know when tape trades were a thing. One of the critics says it was the one of the worst films he ever saw, mm-hmm. but it gained a cult following among marijuana smokers. Because and it's it, just that bad. Yeah, it's hilarious and, when you're high. And and was used in the state of Massachusetts to be able to show that marijuana is okay and led to legalization in mass. Hot damn, thank you, Reefer <laughs> And I'm like, all right, that's really funny because the pendulum went all the way to the other direction. The pendulum came back so hard it hit them in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what happened there. It really is, yeah. And football in the grind. I had a football in the grind. Holy crap, <laughs> watching this movie is like, it falls under Poe's law because yeah. it's so, I don't even know what to say. It's like, it It seems like a parody, but it must have, I wonder how, it if seems it started like these parody were, things. Yeah, they were deadly serious. Yes. Yeah. And it comes off as the most ridiculous, like, the most ridiculous parody that makes something like Epic Movie or like the Scary Movie franchise look serious. <laughs> These guys were just deadly. Yeah. They were deadly serious about this whole thing. Yeah. And it's just yeah. gloriously stupid. Yeah. Now, I couldn't tell who was who. Yeah, I everybody was. Everyone was kind of the clean-cut, like, white boy kind of cracker-looking Like whatever. they came out of an Archie comic. Straight yeah. up, yeah. The weird thing is, it's like they crammed in so many like nineteen fifties parodies like twenty years earlier. Yeah. Like the whole gosh and swell and uh, yeah, that'd be a that'd be a grand time there, there, Susie. Let's practice. uh, 
Romeo and Juliet for school. Oh God, you screeching dork! Oh my God! Oh God, that that whole scene. Then then her mother walks in. And he's like, Oh God! And he just runs away. Did they falls have in the, falls in the fountain? You think they had more hair product in the '30s or the '80s? I mean, it's Ooh, it's a hard race either a, way. Yeah, one. That's a good the question. The '80s is more tall, though. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to you don't want to light a match around either of them. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Holy crap! And um. I gotta say that it was different watching it a second time because I was forcing myself to uh, figure out who the hell was who. Mm. But while I was watched it the first time around, I couldn't stop um, making jokes about, well, if you call them jokes, because about how I kept, just kept seeing people that looked like other more modern actors or, or crosses between them. And it's like, oh, look. Uh, that guy is totally like uh, Conan O'Brien plus Putin's secret love baby. <laughs> okay, or I think Jimmy I know. Who, I think I know Putin. who you're talking about. The uh, I thought the faster, faster, faster. <laughs> oh. He was channeling Conrad Veidt there. Yeah, yeah. I I personally nice. think the uh, the the I guess the it wasn't a pastor or like the judge, the guy who started the whole thing with the with the big glasses. The, like it could oh. be you or yeah. you or you. <laughs> Yeah, Doctor like, Carol. He looked like Howard Philip Lovecraft. Yes! Had a baby with FDR? one of his own. With with yeah, with FDR, <laughs> and it, they had an angry, angry child. Yeah. And, and what's even funnier is if because he looks like Lovecraft, it's like is he trying to tell us a horror story but failing miserably? <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't mention. <laughs> he he did well. The thing I gotta say is like this particular <laughs> this movie wasn't horribly racist, so we know it wasn't a full Lovecraft joint. Yeah, because there was like no black people exactly. or anybody else in there. Well, that's yeah, the point. That's why white they folks. did this is they did it because it was racially motivated anyway. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they you should've... think they would try to make the drug dealer a scary black guy, or would that be too obvious? Well, see, the, the schmuck in the three-piece suit is scarier to me yeah. than you know yeah. any any I'm average sorry, black I'm guy just... on the street. That yeah. guy was Alec Baldwin plus Christian Bale. Yeah. Yep. I've known uh, I've known before. several dealers in my life. Yeah. I've grown I, skills of a misspent youth. Well, actually, no, my early youth, goody two shoes. Then I went hard in the other direction. But I've known many dealers. Never once have I seen any of them in a three-piece suit. Oh. <laughs> and they absolutely do not... Well, okay, that's... I was going to say, they absolutely do not invite you into their house. But some of the ones I've known do, and you got to talk to their weird friend for an hour and a half. Yeah. Because, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. That's the situation. Anyway. <laughs> Sir, I'm just picturing going back to what you said about H.P. Lovecraft trying to tell a story around a campfire. <laughs> oh. And really just not... Yeah. But just doing those bad ones, and then you know he wasn't there. Ooh. <laughs> and he was black. Woo! <laughs> oh, man, I was uh, admittedly. Wait, no, no, that's okay now. I was like laughing at my own jokes halfway through telling them, so that was probably kind of obnoxious. Now, yeah, and just to put it out there, I love Howard. I love Lovecraft's writing. Yeah. I love the world he created. Yeah. He was a virally racist asshole. Yeah. So. If you find his stuff, read it. It's worth reading. Just don't try not to think about yeah. the his things cat? he says or what his cat's name was <laughs> or any of that other stuff. This is a man who who's, uh, yeah, this is a man whose constitution was not strong enough to handle math. Oh, math, math. 
Because when he talks about non-Euclidean geometry, do you know what that actually is? No. no. That's geometry on a sphere. It's oh. just curved geometry. And that was too much for him. Like it was like beyond... drawing a face on a balloon. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Okay. He, hmm. he had a too delicate a uh, constitution for math. Hmm. There's um, actually, there's, well, we didn't know what the fuck that was. So. There's, yeah. To be honest, I didn't either. I learned that from... Uh, there's a YouTube um, YouTuber called uh, Overly Sarcastic Productions. Mm. Uh, I, I may have shown you some of her stuff before. She's, uh, she's an animator, does like the kind of sketchy style. Oh, like the and she's got, dinosaur lizard thing? D&D? Thing? Uh, no. no, I think that might be Dingo Doodles. Oh, I don't know. But, um, no, the uh, overly sarcastic production, she does a lot of, like, literature reviews and, like, uh, talks about mythology and all that other stuff. She did one, it's like a Halloween special, she did about, you know, Howard Philip Lovecraft, and just look it up. Uh, overly sarcastic productions, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft, and, yeah, he was a, he was a screeching asshole, but he was a really good writer, and he helped the genre immeasurably. Good. When I hear H.P. Lovecraft, I'm like, I want to make a printer joke, but I can't <laughs> think of one. Which is what I call an Ikea joke, because the elements are there, but you have to put it together yourself. I, I mean... <laughs> A printer jo- I mean, they were... Printers were sent from another dimension to cause madness, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Because I gotta... Now, knock on wood, the printer that's right behind you, Nick, yeah. has not given me major issues. So, knock on wood, we're doing okay. No, that wasn't the door, Chino. Calm down. <laughs> oh, man. So, this freaking movie, I mean, there's... There's a lot to get into, but there's really not much to it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's just—it's an hour and eight minutes long. Yeah, it's 68 minutes. We had a budget of $100,000 in 1935 money, which equivalent to today is $1,843,000. I thought and, you were going to say it had a budget of $100. Yeah, like, yeah, it feels like it. It well, I mean, if you think about it now, like where you have like standard movies. The lowest I've ever seen is twenty million. True. You know, so like for that's a genuine indie, and just to give you a perspective of it, the room had fifteen million. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's the room at fifteen million. If this has a one point eight million, yeah, that's kind of a difference. But you know, it was heavily funded by the Catholic Church. Um, but also funded by, I'd imagine, like, in, um, the producers with a bunch of grandmas just throwing their retiree money at it to do... If it was backed that heavily by the Catholic Church, I'm honestly surprised it wasn't more, like, Jesus-y than it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm honestly surprised by that. Because they're not terribly subtle when it comes to their messages in film. No, it's true. There was nothing religious-y in it. No. Mm. So we have May Coleman and Jack Perry, who are the uh, <laughs> the pusher and the madam uh, who are pushing and selling marijuana to kids. But she's like dragging her feet. Yeah. But I wish you wouldn't have thought of those kids. But I guess she does. Does she oppose it all together, or just you I know? I mean, she's she's definitely kids. going with it. Yeah. She just I don't I just don't think she likes kids. Mm-hmm. I, I, like they're both kind of yeah. They're both kind of evil a little bit because it's just like yeah let's get them kids in here and get them the reefers well she's all she doesn't want kids around but no. yeah. he's all like eh whatever I think she's just saying it because she just wants to get it out there that she doesn't like it mm. 
in general and just it really really is so I mean you also have Ralph Wiley who is the college so college dropout sociopath turned dealer and oh, he was the, a dealer too? yeah I was just yeah. like um, yeah, they yeah, they don't show much here. We just get a, we do get a line about him yeah. having been good at swimming in that college. Yeah. When he was in college, briefly. Yeah. And then like his just, parents got divorced in in Paris, and that's woo-hoo. why he's running around hanging so, yeah. out with a bad crowd, I guess. Did, okay, so I missed bits and pieces at the beginning here because, um, like I've mentioned before. We tend to watch these movies with captions on. It's just yeah. how my mom's half deaf. It's how I grew up. I'm I'm used to it. The captions on Facebook are accurate, but they're like almost a solid minute ahead of the actual action on screen. So yeah. I I couldn't keep track of what was happening half the time. So we changed the captions over to the auto generated. And if you want a fun time, turn on the auto generated <laughs> captions for this movie and just read them. It's a situation. <laughs> It's also a fun game. Find any given YouTuber with an accent, yeah. preferably English, yeah. and put on auto-generated captions. <laughs> oh, dearie me. YouTube does not know how to handle a British accent. <laughs> I gotta say, the I don't. I was trying to figure out how to describe the acting in this. Because it's not There's like... Nothing. It's, it's not. It's not completely aw- terrible. Yeah, it's not awful. It's not the room. No. No. But oh, no. Good it's point. It's artificial yeah. somehow. Not like robotic artificial, but just like we're in a play kind of artificial. Yeah, yeah. if we expect somebody in the back to be waiting at their mom mm-hmm. like, or something, they're yeah. aware they're being filmed. Or like I a guess. part of the backdrop just kind of tips over a little bit yeah. until someone in black runs out, grabs it, pushes it back up. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. So it's not terrible, but it... I hadn't thought about it, but yeah. That's... Yeah. 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 It's kind of like very early on real world. I was just wondering if my impression of that was... If it was just like a time thing, or a... We're not the best actors thing, or... Well, a lot lot of these... Parody. Yeah. Used to seeing these concepts as parodies. Well, doing some research, and a lot of these actors actually were silent film actors for the majority of Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, so they didn't really quite have that... Have a lot of it together. Like they could, they, they could visually do this. Like if this was a silent film, I think it would have been better off. So they were just a little bit, yeah, too emoting. They were they, they were over emoting. Yeah, melodrama. Yeah. yeah, because what works in the silent era, like the you know the big open actions, don't necessarily work yeah. in the closed intimate kind of right you know talky pictures right when you have one more thing that you can do i mean it's mm-hmm. that you can add to it one more sense and i mean when people can actually hear it it it, do, it doesn't do as well but i mean there's you know there's people get together and then there's the um who's the oh bill bill harper he's our played, main guy yeah played by kenneth craig to be honest, yeah. so I couldn't tell most of these white boys apart. Mm. No. Even the colorized yeah. version, sometimes it was yeah. a little hard. That's what I was gonna say. Like if you the, the colorized version, Ralph. you could see it. Yeah. Because Ralph is like, his hair was tinted kind of red, so it was like, um, yeah. Jimmy Olsen, Putin love child. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was starting to. I was able to identify some people because I'm like, wait, it looks like. These two actors smushed together, because <laughs> well, um, Bill was totally like 
you look kind of like um, Cole Phelps from yeah. L.A. Noire. Yeah. Mixed yeah. with uh, a little yeah. Matt Smith and a little at, at the eyebrow and um, Jim Parsons. Yeah. I would say Jim Parsons was the big one. Yeah, but space my, Yeah, in my head, I think I was, I was seeing Jim Parsons more. The L.A. Noire thing makes sense. Like, I, I can definitely... I, okay, I get what you were saying about the, the acting feeling weird. Because mm -hmm. it's like all of the crazy, like, facial animations that were in L.A. Noire. Mm -hmm. Their whole thing with, with L.A. Noire was you need to figure out who's lying. And you tell by, like, the facial, the facial tics and, you know, how they were, you know, just, you know... It was very good animation to pick up, you know, um, like... Clues? Yeah, facial cues and stuff like that. But it was also early on in that development cycle, so the characters are all kind of being overly big in their in their uh, motions. Like I'm specifically, yeah. I'm remembering. Um, wow, it, it was like maybe the second or th third case where the, press X to doubt. To press X to doubt. <laughs> it's the guy with uh, the guy from Heroes who who played the cop, and he was in this one. And he's like, yeah, I know where that guy is. Mm-hmm. And I know super visual medium, this podcasting. He's <laughs> You're nodding like, strongly. He's just like, mm-hmm. And his face is just contorting in different directions, just like, this motherfucker's lying. <laughs> and it just kind of feels like that's what they were doing in this movie all around. It's just a little over-the-top acting, but it wasn't really over-the-top. It just... Uncanny Valley. It yeah. felt... Weird. It felt like a goddamn parody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It falls into Poe's log, kind of, unless, you know, Well, you're history. saying it's kind of like the Weird Al effect, like where you heard, but in reverse. Mm, yeah. Because this has been parodied a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's specifically this or just the general propaganda film yeah. thing, but the kind of acting you see when um, characters are trying to act not very well mm -hmm. in a propaganda thing, almost I want to say sing-songy in delivery. Yeah, I don't think it would something. be like a, it'd be like a pure flicks film nowadays. I don't know. Pure flicks. It just has a, a, a parodies are spot on, I guess. <laughs> but uh, see, they they know what they're doing. All right, right. so where uh, where are we in the? It really is at the beginning of it, really, as, as we roll through. things and Yeah, so, and I mean, uh, Ralph, who um, comes along here, and Jack, they lure high school student Bill Harper in to go to, uh, to, go to the apartment. And this apartment, holy it's God. It's den it, of iniquity. Yeah. It's it, like, it, hey, let's make, let's see what a person from the 1980s, if they thought the future was Rococo, what that would be like or something. I don't know how to explain it, because it's a little bit ornate, but very, but abstractly? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, and, you know, where they get over, uh, they... Is that like Barbie pink in the colorized yeah, one? Yeah, in the colorized one, yeah. Oof. It's very odd. It's very Oof. odd, but the, um... College student Jimmy uh, Lane go to Maine and go to the apartment here. Jimmy takes Bill to the party where Jack runs out of reefer and he has to go uh, with Jimmy and go to his boss's, quote, headquarters. But Jimmy asks for a cigarette and then he gives him a joint. 
dumbass. Because apparently you're never going to notice the difference between this and a regular cigarette. And there were plenty of people smoking in this movie, but don't worry, folks. They were using good, healthy, real cigarettes for this. I gotta say... They weren't smoking the actual reefer. I, I liked the, the way they colorized the smoke different colors in this. Yes. I mean, it's, I don't think it's anything official or anything, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. No, that actually is, um, in 2004, uh, there was Legend Films restored and colorized the print and copyrighted the alteration. The altered version had unrealistic color schemes and added to the campiness of the yes, humor. Yes, exactly. And the smoke of the marijuana appeared green, blue, orange, and purple, the pink. Cig- and pink, date each person's colored smoke represents their mood and different levels of addiction. Freak, uh, Freak Central uh, criticized the color, uh, writing that the color choices would have been better suited if it was an LSD film instead of cannabis. Yeah. yeah However, it was, it's really funny when you see it, in my opinion. Yeah, and, what, and, and when you're high, when you're high, on marijuana, certain you know, certain things can feel more intense. Like yeah. you can see, like this green is it's it's fucking green, man. Yeah. But like different co- things turning weird shape shades and colors. That's yeah, that's that's way shrooms. more hallucinating. Like shrooms, yeah. LSD, that kind of thing. Yeah. And if you want to experience an acid trip for yourself, go watch Zardoz. Oh. Mm. That whole that whole section oh. inside the crystal at the end is just like I think I know what it's like to do acid now. I yeah, that movie actually I I had to like go into a dark room and just think about my life. It's just like I'm gonna go sit in the corner and process Dardo. this for a little yeah, while. See what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like I started hearing a different sound coming out of the air conditioner, like a. a piece of the machinery I'd never listened to before kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> and, and the pizza, it's like, hey, I can taste some extra salt in the cheese and the tomato sauce is extra juicy and savory. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. But the whole, oh no, what if I see the wrong thing and it tanks my mood and then I freak out and sob again? That I don't, that, I don't like that. I mean, if it does, it does. The main thing to remember, if you're going to do any mind-altering whatever, make sure you're in a safe place first. And not fucking driving. Yes. Yeah. Do not, driving do not drive when you're inebriated on anything. Yeah. Even if it's, just, even it's like it's prescribed medication yeah. that could make you drowsy. Yeah. They say don't operate heavy machinery. A car is heavy machinery, guys. Yeah. It's like, just... Be careful out there, yeah. okay? I just can't believe the the dealer um, Jack would uh, give the driver giving him a ride a fucking uh, reef, giving him I don't, a now see, the car. The car belonged to <laughs> May. Mary. To, yeah. to yeah. May. Yeah. And that was a no, fucking. No, I thought it was Mary. I thought it was. The cops Mary. came to Mary. Okay. Well, the car didn't belong to the... the guy, people who were driving it, the car didn't belong to them. They were borrowing it to go and get more of the reefers, I think. Jimmy. Jimmy was driving. Yeah. He's the one that sometimes looked like, hey, is this grown-up Eddie Munster? Yeah. Because <laughs> his yeah. ears are kind of pointy. But yeah, and it, they borrowed the car, which was a fucking Rolls Royce. It was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It had that, that angel on the hood thing, or oh. like the, the whatever that hood like ornament thing is. like a convertible. Yeah. It was a beautiful fucking car. <clears throat> I'm shocked they were actually allowed to drive it. But, uh, yeah, as they're out driving, they go and get more reefers from... Is that 
does anyone the ever accountant call it bad guy? Reapers? Does yeah. They do. Um, Ralph, the, he's the dealer guy. No, he I mean calls in real life. General, in I real don't... life, it is often not well, not anymore, but it was referred to as reefer. But the oh. specific like joints were never called reefers yeah. that I'm aware of. Oh, can I smoke a reefer? I'm going to eat a drugs. <laughs> One drugs, please. Hello, fellow youths. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and eat the drug now, huh? Huh? <laughs> I, I, don't, I wonder... Because I'm more human than you realize, huh? Isn't there a difference in effect between smoking and edible? Because I've never, I've never smoked. It depends on the person, really. Yeah, I mean, it's. A, a I don't want to get lung cancer like Grandma did. It's yeah. like speed at which it hits you, because you you get high faster when you smoke it. But as I understand it, minutes though, like this guy. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You you get high pretty quick when you smoke it, as opposed to an edible where it's gotta digest first before it hits you. Yeah. That... Now an edible I think can last longer because it spreads out. Make yeah. sure you have an afternoon. Again, I yeah. could be entirely wrong on all of this. I am by no means a drug expert on any Me on, on anything. But it's my understanding. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Yeah. It's my experience is. Edibles can be dangerous because you don't feel anything right away. Right. And there's like, ah, these, these edibles ain't shit. Give me two more cookies. And then oh. half an hour later, it's just like, you are on fucking Mars. Mm. Have fun. Uh. Yeah. Slap Elon Musk for me, will ya? Sounds kind of scary. We walked back a little bit. We mm. got to talk about this pedestrian hit run. Oof. Because, uh, my God, it is there. filmed really, really funny. Yeah. Oh, wait, what are you doing? Whoa, whoa, and they just gently uh, falls down. <laughs> it reminded me of the Twilight Zone. How so? Um, like, the little girl gets hit by the truck, but it wasn't a very good... I'm, I don't want to say effect, but... <laughs> Remember, it was like... There was some guy doing... Was it a pitch for the angels? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. was bargaining with death. Yeah, one for the angels was that, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes, period. But, yeah, you just like, oop, fall over. And then yeah. I saw this guy that looked kind of like Harold Lloyd, and I'm like, are you coming around to pour soap in the streets <laughs> to get some clients to slip and fall for your girlfriend's uh, failing doctor's office thing? I was kind of hoping that the, the dude crossing the street was just going to straight up backflip over the car oh, or something. Oh, that would be awesome. But, no, he just kind of... Oof. Oh, and he gently fell down like, you know... Like a fainting goat. Like me doing a pratfall. He's just like, oh, I'm going to make this look like I'm really falling down, but I don't want to hurt myself. I'm old and <laughs> fragile, so I'm... Oh, just kind of... Kind of kind of carefully roll down a hill like James Dean in, in uh, last week's movie. I'm going to go roll down this hill. Oh, and I'm going to sit down and do this and roll like that. And, and oh, there we go. I... I gotta ask something though. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they go to this restaurant or ice cream place or whatever. The, yep. the uh, teens. Um, the malt shop, maybe. I couldn't tell if the whole root beer versus soda thing was a joke or not. Because what was that? It was like, oh, Jimmy wants to ask Bill if he wants to go. Uh, it's like I'll buy you a soda or something, and he's and well, Bill's mean, like I don't drink soda, I don't drink that, and then he's like I'll buy you something else, and he's uh, like okay, root beer. Root beer. Is. I mean, root beer is, is soda, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. and this it seems is. like it was like the malt shop kind of thing. It's just like the hangout where the kids go, and it was also it's like, like Poe's Law again. Yeah. yeah, and it's also the the dude behind the counter works with May and Ralph. He did. 
Well, because remember when Mary, where was, seemed, yeah. Mary was trying to find Jimmy oh. later on, mm. and she's talking to him to find out where the apartment is. I, I was too distracted thinking he looked like a weird cross between, like, Father Mulcahy from MASH and Gilbert Gottfried, which is yeah. a weird thing. <laughs> it's a distractingly weird thing, but when yeah. they... I thought he was like the evil candy shop. He looked like an evil version of the candy shop guy from Willy Wonka. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, or Charlie. Yeah. Factory yeah. Wait, Slugworth? No, not Slugworth. The dude oh. who ran the, the candy oh. the candy store where um, uh, Charlie got, got the candy bar oh. from. Yeah. The one who sang the We're uh, the talking candy about the, um, the... The original. The original, okay. Yeah. yeah. The original, not the... Not the Johnny, not the Johnny Depp. Depp one. No, no it's but the Gene one, okay. When they go... To, when they go to order soda from uh, whoever's serving them, they're like, he's like, oh, two sodas. I mean, one soda, one root beer. And it's like, one, there was more than one flavor of soda. Mm-hmm. What the fuck were you ordering? Okay, so uh, let me jump in and I can what? answer that for oh you. Oh, my God, because so. I was looking that up. Yeah. Now so, no, because ice cream shops at that time, they didn't have, you know, like what we have with soda shops now. They had what's called soda jerks. So soda soda jerk would assemble it based on the, you know, based on the carbonated water that they had and then blend it together, the seltzer and all the syrups that they could make in order to make what was the soda that was that was produced there. So every every ice cream shop had its own quote unquote soda. Oh. But what about like Coke and Pepsi? Weren't they around? They were they around. Were, yeah, but they weren't sold in the shops because they didn't have what they had now. Oh. They didn't, they didn't have what they have now. That that came about and really expanded with the thing of McDonald's. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's when you say one soda, it's like no one root beer. Okay, we have root beer over here. You know, the root beer was already pre-made. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was meant here, but. The 19, you know, in the Depression era as well, you know, where not a lot of people could afford the Coke and the Pepsi or anything else. It just, it was some cheaper stuff because it could be distributed a lot easier. And because not many people really had a lot of money, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of money, a lot of it had to be made, like, right then and there. You know, and really not very far, not, not very far away from where it was going to be sold. I mean, it's like the human version yeah. of the, um of the fountain drink machine mm -hmm. at, like, a convenience store. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, Mary and Bill, they're, they're an item. Yeah. I don't know if we specified that. Yeah. She's kind of easy to tell because she kind of looks a little like Judy Garland, but with shorter hair and, yeah. and dark hair. That, but I got her confused with uh, Jimmy's girlfriend, whose name I don't even, I couldn't figure out. But um, she was a different person. Mary is the one who's trying to find Bill. Bill. But Bill is she being enticed Bill. away by Blanche. <laughs> I, I, well, honey, how you think? See, okay. I could remember. I'm gonna try to find all these men. I, like, I just I couldn't keep anybody's name straight. It's just like generic white boy number four. Yeah. So. But I, it, at least the name Blanche was easy to remember because I'm like, wait, she's kind of the skanky one, like Blanche from the Golden Girls. That's why you have all these men, honey. That does not sound like Blanche. I know. Sounds more like Marshmallow from Bob's Burgers, but... Yeah. But, why do they um, call you Marshmallow because it went a sweet potato pie on top of it. Okay. But, um, yes, yeah, Blanche is enticing him to go to the party at May's apartment and 
do some reefer. And like May's apartment is like the the den of sin. Yeah. It's where everybody goes to do the the marijuanas and dance. The record. And to dance to. Oh wait, the piano player. The piano oh, music. My God. This mofo piano player is like Charlie Sheen crossed with Houdini. Oh yeah. I made a. I posted on Twitter and Facebook. I made a short little video mashing, <laughs> mashing up uh, the <laughs> song from Two and a Half Men, the Oshikuru song. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> Like, it shouldn't work, but it works. It totally does. Hilarious. That's what I kept thinking of. Oh, 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 <laughs> But, um, yeah. That, they had a, a live piano player. Was that, that the, yeah, that was the apartment, not the malt. I mean, there was a piano place. in both places. And oh, 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 it's probably funnier in context. <laughs> one of the few things I remember from that show. Uh, that was one of their best episodes. <laughs> hands down. Alright, so we're going to take a moment here. We're going to tell you about our sponsor. And uh, because actually it's a really good point to do this. So we're going to take a quick moment here and then we'll continue on. Adam and Eve's the best part about staying at home is playing at home. We have our sponsorship for AdamandEve.com. We use our offer code MTTM. That's MTTM, as in movie theater time machine, at checkout. Where you get any one item, you can have up to 50% off. And then you have six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, free shipping delivered discreetly to your door. Discreet. Go to adamandeve.com and use the offer code MTTM today and thank you for sponsoring the show. Yay! And when they say discreet, it really is discreet. Yeah. Like it just. And Much I'm more gonna, discreet than this movie. And yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not gonna say it's fully, you yeah. know, just an, an anonymous package, but they don't like advertise it, so if you got neighbors, you don't have to worry about, you know, them giving you weird looks or nothing. So. Yeah. I imagine some of the neighbors they had at one point in time, if they were to see an Adam and Eve thing, they're like, Oh, he's finally reading the Bible. <laughs> um, oh, he's such a good boy. Yeah. Song of yeah. Okay. Solomon? Is that the yeah. porny one? Yeah. <laughs> There's a buzzing sound coming from his bedroom. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, how do we really do He's reading things? Robotic Jesus. <laughs> what? Zero zero one zero one zero zero one zero one two. Now we're totally getting off track. Oh yeah. It's just spewing a stream of references, which is how my brain works. If I ha have had an edible, I'm sober. So. Oh man. But when I wasn't, it was just like thought word association shit. It's kind of weird. Yes. We at Evil Floyd the barber. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Floyd the Barber, the, uh, Who also yeah. looked like John C. McGinley. Yeah. Like, like, Dr. Cox playing John Cleese playing Hitler? I, I thought know. you were gonna say John Cena. I'm like, wait, no, no. Oh, we couldn't it, see that. There's nobody that size. I didn't see him at all. No. <laughs> no, I couldn't see that happening. But no. he does look like an Evil Floyd the Barber. Yeah. Yeah, I the saw boss. that. boss. Yeah. yeah. I saw right, that so, in yeah, general. So Jimmy's, Jimmy or Mark or 
Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. I don't know Jimmy, anyone's name in this. Jimmy was the one who, who like, was driving, right? Yeah, that. All right, so yeah, he's he's been drawn into this like this terrifying world of dope and and the reefers and <laughs> the madness is. Yeah, and he like I'm trying to like okay. My brain is scrambled about this movie because I just it just didn't flow well for me. Mm. Like so, what what's the next bit? Like, um, well, really, it's something about reefers. Well, the, the um, uh, Blanche is dancing in the in the apartment, and, the oh, and she takes her jacket off. That yeah. pussy. Well, she gets yeah. down to like almost her. Bra, yeah, some kind of strappy thing. Yeah, and her and um. I'm like, they could show that in the 30s. Yeah. Because they had a scene devoted to May just pulling up stockings, and I don't think anything came of it. It's like nothing came of it, but I was I was watching that scene with interest. I'm just sitting here, just kind of tugging at my collar. It's like, okay, you're just gonna. I'm here for it. Okay. (laughs) But um, I guess this shows that uh, Bill is kind of. He wasn't into this, but now he's getting into this. Because the first time you 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 smoke a drugs, you are like just permanently addicted forever. Instantaneously hooked. It makes you like crave it. And has time hasn't more time passed though? Like we don't do we know how much time has passed? No. They're, they really are don't. not good no. at showing how much time has no. passed. Because I don't think it was an instantaneous thing because. Because I remember him sitting on the couch with Blanche, um, I, did she give him the, uh, reefer? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I guess he smoked it a little or something, but he didn't seem to be enjoying himself. Yeah, I, I think he, he, this is clearly was, made by people who've never actually yeah, been I, around weed, because they don't seem to know he up a little different. bit, he's like, oh, okay, and she's like, there you go, now you feel better. Well, um, there was, uh, Ralph, he was, started laughing and shit, that was... That was kind of accurate. Yeah. It was just there in the corner. <laughs> I've never had that violent of a laughing fit when I came. Well, I yeah yeah. But yeah. I mean, okay. I've 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 gone mm, into I've gone into fits Close, of giggles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've gone into fits of giggles, but never just kind of like, bam, <laughs> like he yeah. was doing. Right. Like he was going full Titus in Final Fantasy X. Just oh, oh god, god, this is upsetting. Why are you doing this? I thought they their acting was better when they were like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was just more fun. It yeah. re- it reminded me of I don't remember which one it was, but Brad Jones uh, doing a Pure Flex film and in one of his reviews okay. and then talking about how this is how people who you know people who believe in Jesus think how Satanists are or how. Or how uh, atheists are, or something. And it's so just we all like, eat babies. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you had a baby for breakfast. How wonderful! It was a baby. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, His name, General So. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a chicken. <laughs> and you know, then uh, Maine, uh, whoever the hell is dancing a bill. Uh, then have a fling in her bedroom. Oh, right. It, not yep. me. It's, yeah. uh... It, Blanche. Blanche. Blanche and Bill. Yeah. And this is while... Isn't this while Mary was going looking for Bill? Yeah. Yep. Because Bill hasn't been showing up to 
tennis practice or something? Yeah, yeah she's like been it. here for weeks. Well, so, yeah, that's so the only time we yeah. really get a time jump. So time has been passing, I'm going to say maybe a month. Yeah. Something. Give or take. But, yeah. oh man, they totally uh, get it on. And I'm like, oh. wow, they can show this stuff it's in a the bit, 30s? It's a yeah. bit more explicit than I than I was like yeah. expecting from a 30s film. Yeah. Well, you're also I mean, talking about a propaganda film, so yeah. they're going to show something that's really risque, like mm-hmm. her ankles. Yeah, I, oh, come on. I mean, granted, you know, we, we didn't get we didn't get like 90s, you know, 90s slasher, Ooh. you know, titty movie. Yeah. But like at one point you see like he that he kind of like like leans over her and she grabs his hand and pulls it down off camera. Like it's yeah. very clear what she's doing. I'm like that's he's, That's way more direct than I was expecting from a 30s flick. True. Okay. He, he's just laying on top of her and they're mm-hmm. going at it kissing yeah. and stuff. Well, um, I think that's as far as they could go. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't you know, see movies back then. Is this heavy petting? <laughs> I never got a, I never got an answer as to what that actually means, heavy petting. Um, it's when you use a brush, <laughs> and then, you know, to try to get the, the mats out of your pet's hair. <laughs> but, um, it is... That leads to an awkward yet weirdly satisfying bedroom encounter. She, she, she's just got a brush... Just down your back, like, ah. Later uh, on, when they're waking up from whatever the hell they did, it's like, oh my god, did they actually fuck? They, it's, it, that's um, a heavy, heavy maybe? implication. I'm, I'm going to well, say Well, I mean, Bill does have different clothes on. Yep. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can see it more in the colorized version. Whatever. It'd be great if you walked out in her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> great. Huh. But oh, I mean, hey, Mary, how you doing? Oh. I mean, that probably... I'm sure that was much bigger of a deal then, because the pill wasn't around until, what, the 60s? Or, I think uh, so. I don't know. Or as well, Shoot, I mean, I there remember. was contraceptive. I remember looking this up a while, at an, in another but episode, like, contra- like, the pill is older than we thought. I know yeah, the condoms Contraceptives are. in general are very, very but old. But I thought the pills got its... They're very, very old, like, going back to the Egyptian age. I thought that was more like, hey, put some crocodile dung up your vagina. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's that was still, one way yeah. to do it. And some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, it is, uh, but there. what they use as contraceptive is different, but... But I mean, um, birth control, like yeah, pills. The birth yeah. control pill was invented in 1950s. Okay, so... So, yeah. She was taking a pretty big gamble. Not become yeah. widely available until the mid-60s, so yeah, you're right. I could okay. see people, you know, uh, when you're inebriated, you, your guard's down a little bit. Yeah. So, I w- I'm not going to say that that's, I don't know. I, I doubt everybody goes around mm. like that, but... Well, according mm-hmm. to this film, you can't resist your, your baser urges, your, your more carnal desires. That's, like, that, that's all the evil drug doing it to you. So they have their your filtering situation. Lower. They yeah. do their thing. Yeah, and and, um, and meanwhile, Ralph advances on Mary, and because Mary's been trying to rape scene. Yeah, oh, Mary's oh. trying to find Bill. She takes the smoke from him too. Yeah, yeah because she's she's, like, oh, yeah, okay, she's yeah. so naive. She has no clue. Oh. That's what I. That's what. I, that's what I read it as. Yeah. Like she doesn't realize that she's in a reefer house. Yeah. And the people who make this made this movie have no idea that marijuana smells different. Yeah. So they just like she would just assume, oh, it's just like a normal cigarette, and then she gets 
all weird. Which is weird because it's like, Mary, you're like, what, did they let, did it, I feel like it implies she's smoked before. Not weed, but seriously, you, you're probably, t if you're in high school, aren't you too young to be legally smoking regular cigarettes? It's like, yeah. yes, but cigarettes also weren't thought of as harmful at that yeah. point either. You mean yeah. weed. Well, I yeah. mean, at this point in time, <laughs> and my grandmother was just becoming a teenager, and she told me a story in um, one of the episodes that will be released probably later on this year of their stories where she would, as a teenager, go with her friends and would go find the Navy men or find the soldiers, and they would bump cigarettes off them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Grandma was yeah. started smoking when she was like, what, 14? Yeah. yeah and it killed back, her, eventually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, back then they didn't realize or yeah. didn't care or like the, the science wasn't there yet or whatever. Well, I think all like, three. Yeah, and yeah. Si like cigarettes were yeah. like doctors would recommend specific yeah. brands. And, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. Flintstones, you know, smoked Winstons. Yeah. Which is an interesting, had an interesting impact on grammar. But mm -hmm. you can look that up for yourself. Hmm. The Winston campaign. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I sure hope they don't be like, oh yeah, it turns out edibles will also give you cancer or something like that, because that would suck. I mean, hell, e everything gives you cancer these oh days. Oh my god, yeah. fuck California's prop whatever warning. They should have a warning. If you have OCD and you see those prop whatever the fuck warning... It's this, not right. This has been known to the according to California research. This has been known to cause cancer in laboratory rats or whatever or that maybe that warning thing. Contain a carcinogenic thing. I yeah. I heard they even slapped that on like buildings and shit. I remember seeing that on a jug of what we call bug juice. Oh my god. This was uh, this is when I was younger. It was uh, as summer camp, and bug juice was basically just a big old like Kool Aid. Yeah, it was it was a big old jug of Kool-Aid that was in a bottle that looked like, it was shaped like a bleach bottle, but it was just a big old jug of Kool-Aid, and just there in big bold letters on, on the container just says, this this product contains something I can't pronounce, which has been known to cause cancer in laboratory rats, and me the and the- state of California. In, yeah, by the state of California, and me and the three other guys at my dinner table sitting there just going, mmm, cancer juice! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of had the- I had the opposite uh, reaction because I was looking for paint for my Etsy st store and yeah. um, I was freaking out like, oh my god, what if a kid puts the thing I make in their mouth and then they get cancer and it's all my fault. They would have, they would have to be, there would have to be a lot of paint on there. Yeah, and but OCD doesn't care about that. Yeah. Fair so enough. fuck you, California, for making life worse for people with OCD. If you're so PC, <laughs> you should serve us and not aggravate our OCD by being buttholes. But how do you really feel? Um, <laughs> this has been a public service announcement. <laughs> so, a public service announcement. Fuck you, California. So there's the scene where Mary gets shot. Oh, spoilers! And Oof, well, this... Ah. I want to do that because I want to backtrack that. So, okay. <laughs> but if you backtrack that and figure out what happened, Blanche comes out of you know, um, Blanche comes out of the room. But at this point, Bill sees Mary, and then they think about that Romeo and Juliet scene they had. And wait a minute, uh. my girl is getting attacked. 
I just fucked that girl, but eh, who cares? All right, I'm gonna go because I had the because I had the weed. I'm gonna go fight. That's because right, I am now. He jumps up to fight. I don't think the weed gave him that reaction because anybody. But that's what they wanted you to believe. They, yeah, I just see, thought they, it was because, hey, this guy's trying to rape my girl. I'm yeah. gonna beat him up. That's a normal reaction. Right, right. but also I have that reaction yeah. too. But that, yeah. this is that's also pro person. This is also yeah. propaganda. Yeah. So they like he would definitely just go straight up full violence yeah. in this situation because he because he's high and yeah. he, you know he was just. He just, you know, slept with a girl, someone who wasn't his girl. Oh my God, he's already a, a, you know, a degenerate. Why wouldn't he just attack it? Oh no, but Ralph deserves yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, Ralph yeah, does Ralph's deserve it. And then you have Jack get out there, and he grabs the butt of the, grabs the gun to, to, to attempts to pistol whip uh, <sighs> Bill, and you know, while Mary's hallucinating, and then she falls over. Um, the struggle ensues. Jack uh, knocks Bill unconscious with the butt of his gun and inadvertently fires and kills Mary. Mm -hmm. But there's an unfortunate tick on her back, or an unfortunate oh, yeah. freckle. Yeah, yeah it, like, this, is, this is the most bloodless gunshot yeah. I've ever seen. And, I, like, legit, I thought there was, like, a chocolate chip on the couch that she leaned on. <laughs> And it was just kind of like, you know, stuck to her back or something. Or just, or just you're saying, the unfortunate freckle. It's just like, damn, that's just like the one, like, that's all the freckles kind of coalesced and made like this one just whop. I mean, I had a birthmark on my back. Yeah. And I have a Y scar now because the birthmark became infected and Ooh. was growing a mold inside, was almost hitting my spine. Well, that doesn't sound fun. No, it really wasn't, but they looked at it and said, this is really bad, this needs to be removed. So they got ahead, they did that, and I actually found out I was allergic to adhesive tape mm -hmm. at that point, which was another story another day. Mm -hmm. But it was the same deal, and they look at it saying, oh yeah, here's the birthmark, and I looked at that, it looked like that. Huh. It looked just like a weird little birthmark that's just like, okay, wow, she happens to be there. Oh, wait, what happened? Yeah, She's dead. I don't really have too many dots. I got a couple here yeah. and there, but like my, my big thing is I got a mole right yeah. here on my face. We can't really see it because of the beard right now, but yeah. I got a mole right there. Hmm. Telling all your secrets. Indeed. Yeah. But I was thinking um, today when I rewatched this that uh, it doesn't seem like well, I guess when you put it, maybe it seems more like the we did it. But I, I was thinking that we didn't really kill Mary. It was a gangster with a gun killing Mary. Bro, yeah, and yeah. if anything, it shows that guns are dangerous and weed should be legal in order to get rid yeah. of the gangsters with the yeah. guns. Yeah. I mean, that's the logical <laughs> like extension of this, sure. But you know, since when has you know the right ever been about logic? I'm right. just... They're taking her guns! analyzing the writing. Um, if they... The better way to show it was the whole uh, stone kid gets into the car accident. That was a yeah, better yeah, example. Yeah, because that is something Directly that absolutely will happen. happen. Um, it's like, you might think you're a better driver when you're stoned. You're not. You're driving at like five miles an hour and you think you're going so fast. Yeah. Just don't do it in, in the first place. Yeah, Call a sober friend... It does, uh, like, for a short propaganda film, you kind of wonder why that that, was the, that wasn't the thing that made it the trial. Hmm. Maybe it should have. Uh, that wasn't the yeah. thing that did it, and this was the thing, because that yeah. old, you know... Yeah, got off the hook. Yeah. 
Yeah, he got off the hook. Nothing more ever happened besides, you know... I mean, uh, they, they tried to blackmail yeah. him later. Yeah, but. Jack's saying, oh, the guy died, but, you know, forget you were over this apartment, don't talk because nothing's leading back to him. You get away with it. I, yeah. It leads it, it, to yeah. the, um, Jack getting murdered because he, he's got Ralph and, um, what's her, Blanche holed up in the apartment while shit cools down over the accident. Because the yeah. cops go to Mary's house and they ask Oh, about yeah, the that's right. Yeah. He did get killed. I'm just like, it's a, that's another part of it is this who's who. It's, just, yeah. it's like, yeah, we got a body count in, in this one, and the only one whose name I know is May. Yeah, right. right. I guess one might say that the only reason why Bill is in danger is because he was too high to know that Jack planted the gun on him, but... Uh, I guess you said he got knocked out by the gun, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he was he was knocked flat, so he... So that's not Weed's fault, then? No. no. It's, it's the it's the butt of a gun. Right. Yeah, so guns are bad, gangsters are bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, you beat me to it, because I was just going to find that. <laughs> drugs are bad, okay? Mm. Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Good. Are we at uh, Dr. Carroll talking yes. again? Yeah. What was he like before? He was a fine boy. A fine young was, American boy. A fine boy. young American. We would send out of our schools and represent everywhere. They represent us. <laughs> yeah, he was nice and brainwashed. Yeah. Wearing a bow tie, yeah. mm. unironically. I, I do like the scene where he's talking to Bill about, you know, have you had anything? Have you basically saying, I don't remember the exact words, even though I have the script in front of me, um, but where he's like, have you done drugs, son? He's like, no, absolutely not. I'm having trouble at home. And he's like, well, anything you want, just go ahead and talk to me. I'm going to do that. It's like, this is 1936. I don't have to give a shit about anything else. <laughs> you know, I'm well, you're in troubles at home? Shit, I remember I got to go whip my son later. What's like, you're having troubles at home? Deal with it, buttercup. Yeah. What's... Which is kind of the opposite of what happened. Rebel without a cause. Rebel without a cause is like 20 years later. Yeah, actually, you're right. But, um... Yeah, good point. Because that cop bothered to talk to him. And, well, yeah. he did kind of say if you need anything, but... Yeah. Anyways, um, is this the part where he's talking about the filing cabinets full of reports on Oh, God, me? yeah. There's so many reports on me. It's like, this fine young girl is now, like, turning tricks in Arizona or something. I gotta see. Or just like, oh, okay. I like the order of importance um, because they talk about... Oh yes, this this fifteen year old boy ended up axe murdering his whole family, and then because of weed. And then, he, and then they're like, I, I don't. He didn't say. Oh, and even worse, but something implying that the next example was going to be even worse. And then it was just like, oh, there was a seventeen year old girl, and she smoked reefer, and then. She was found with five guys, and it's like... She was found wait. in the company of five men. Oh, that hussy. Oh, my God. So, axe murder more. is less mm -hmm. bad. I've seen more. Yeah. <laughs> I like how... The it, Daytona 500. Anyway. Uh, they imply axe murder is the lesser of evils. But then again, I'm like, are they trying to imply that she's a slut or that they're raping her? I don't know. Um, well, since they were since they were men in the thirties, uh, they weren't going to they weren't going to accuse or convict any man of being a rapist. Uh, so clearly, she was the she was the 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 harlot for being in the company of five well, men at the same time. I'm, I 
I don't agree with it, but that's I, I'm pretty sure that's how it would go. I had this visualization yeah. pop into my head. Remember the meme of the white lady on the couch with the five smiling black guys yeah, standing behind her? Mm-hmm. That's what I pictured. They, yeah. I'm pretty sure 1930s people would um, prosecute that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that that's kind of, that's something to that of well not quite to that effect but a black man being in an elevator alone with a white woman is kind of what set off the uh the Tulsa massacre. Mm. Now I'm thinking yeah. of to kill a mockingbird had a plot like Was it the Tulsa? Uh, was it it was in Tulsa, I know that much. Anyway. But uh yeah, um I I guess they thought she was a whore, and that's worse than axe murder, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, pff, her, her virtue. Oh my god, you, you, you don't keep it intact for the man that's going to marry you. You, you need to be chaste and perfect well, because Catholic Church, this is what we're doing, this is, you know, you have to, you have to stay pure. I Fuck mean, that. To be fair, in old-timey times, did they have STD testing? No. No. No, not at all. I mean, though... And, and treatment for STDs, like, one of them involved putting, you know... Mercury? Well, I was thinking the treatment for the clap and why they called it the clap. Yeah. Because they kind of had to put the dick between two pieces of wood and kind of clap <gasps> the, oh! the junk out of it. Yeah. Well, and, um... I assume um, preoccupation with uh, chastity yeah. is probably something to do with, like, uh property inheritance and yeah. not wanting to pass on diseases dowries yeah. and stuff yeah no pretty much it depends I mean, on it's... the time and place but yeah it also depends on where you are too i mean you know not a lot of general dis- like general diseases killed some of the biggest sons of bitches in history mm-hmm. you know but, like, like you know, al capone and syphilis see, uh, is that it? yeah yeah al capone al capone caught by yeah I thought it was tax evasion that got him. Oh, well, yeah, he was caught oh. by an accountant, died in, Al- died in Alcatraz of syphilis. Ugh. And, you know, and several others, too, down the road. That's the first thing I thought of. But really, you know, really, it, it wasn't treated. It just, you know, they, they determined, oh, he just went nuts. And, and you know, now we know. No more you know. Yeah. Ding, 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 we have the court case? Yes. Okay, they, um, this, this this part I felt like went on just a bit too long. Yeah. Jack is getting paranoid that um, Ralph is going to crack if uh, Bill gets prosecuted, uh, charged with murder. Um, well, I mean, he, he gets, he's charged with it, but whether or not he's... Going to get hung? ...got convicted of it, yeah. which it ends up guilty. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during the, the deliberation of the jurors, they were, one of them stopped and saw the swinging... Uh, the, yeah. What do you call it? Window it was like the, the pull cord for the light. Yeah. yeah and the sh- way it was swinging, the shadow looked like a noose. And, and yeah. then they superimposed a noose because which subtlety. Was, yeah, I mean, which I mean, it's a decent effect for the time, but it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, you were being real subtle there, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a visual medium, I guess. And, yeah. But um, I feel like it, I feel like it was a missed opportunity for because the we get this prosecutor who looks kind of like a fat Walt Disney um, saying what Bill apparently said off camera I feel like that's kind of a missed opportunity like maybe it would have benefited the film well I mean no one's gonna think it's a masterpiece but if they wanted to make it 
maybe make trying to make it better would make it worse because then it wouldn't be as so bad it's good but uh I f it's just weird that we don't get to hear Bill dramatically like, yeah. confess to murder yeah. show don't tell yeah yeah but no. which is something that a the lot one of movies they tell don't later get. like oh you know what happened in the room we heard this from his own mouth what he did I'm like no we didn't no no uh we heard it from the prosecutor's mouth. That is just bad storytelling. Yep. Show, don't tell. Remember, kids. I did like his expressiveness of his face. Just solemn, kind of, you could see he was, his head, he's probably floating off in his head. Yeah, like, well, oh I, my god. I this think, like what yeah. This, I, what this all means, yeah. oh god. I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had it, I had a incident I won't get into, but... Trauma definitely erases a lot of memory. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, when it, when it's really super high trauma, you start basically go right into survival mode. Isn't and usually a bad event supposed to make you remember it more vividly? Hence well, the you'd think, but yeah, the reaction... Memory. Yeah. And I remember I had to, I had to do a... Although it wasn't a court case, but I had to go back and I had to explain what happened. And then as I started talking about it, then I started remembering it and I started convulsing. And, you know, I think just him sitting there as he's trying to remember what the hell happened. Because in this world, he blacked out. You know, well, well he was knocked out. Yeah. You know, yes, so, so then they tell him what happened, but just before he's been high, he's been all like Jack. So and man. then they told him this happened, but he has no physical recollection. Nope. Yeah, I could see this, and being that this guy was a silent film actor, I could so I could totally see this. Yep, it's, I could totally totally see this. Yeah, it's like okay, there's an he's making a nice expression. It's got yeah. a good pathos to yeah. it. But then when they hand the verdict down, and he yeah. just sort of. Slowly sinks. He just, yeah. like he just kind of you're collapses. You're again. Yeah. He, he, he kind of falls in on himself, and it's like, oh, and there's the over Bye-bye, good acting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, he gets uh, convicted, and he's, you know, going to be sentenced to hang, I think he said. Like, I don't know. I, for some reason, I remember... Like he's gonna he's gonna be like hung by the neck until dead, but I could be mistaking this for something else. I, I was kind of confused because I was looking at the newspaper and I noticed one of the items mentioned Dick Tracy, and I'm like, well, what? Huh? That yeah. I did not see. Yeah, that was kind of distracting. Is his baby face in there too? <laughs> <laughs> or shoulders or? Now, Grand <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> Take that, Dick face. <laughs> um. Kill the dick. Dick, 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 I don't remember. Dick, dick. This is where my notes end. Yeah. Alright, so <laughs> it's like with that conviction, oh. people start breaking. Blanche and like the whole thing breaks down. Yeah. yeah. Blanche and Ralph are, well, Ralph is fucking going stir crazy. He's yeah. going crazy. Yeah. And, and it's the, like. Yeah, here you get the most famous scene out of the whole movie. Or is it this one I have seen parodied where. Ralph is getting slowly and slowly more insane, and he's smoking and telling... Which is a dumb Blan idea. ...and telling Blanche to play the piano faster. Play it faster, play it faster, yeah, fast, play it faster. Faster, 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 faster. And actually is good because, you know, you... I don't know if she was actually playing. 
or not, or if it was I don't know if yeah. there were a few moments in this movie where yeah. people were very clearly not playing the piano. Yeah. Uh, at one point during one of the little, I can't really call it an orgy scene, but it's when everyone was just kind of partying in the apartment, and yeah. somebody might have been might have been Bill. I don't know. Was playing yeah. the piano, and then some it was Jimmy or maybe Jimmy. And then some girl comes over and just like, f- like flails all across him and drags him away, yeah, and he's still playing perfectly. It's like, he's not actually playing the piano, or he's no. got the greatest focus on earth. Because <laughs> I remember I was thinking, wow, her clothes look make her look kind of like Snow White, and it's like, yep. shit. Um. I'm like, I'm pr- in that situation. I am pretty sure I'd hit some wrong notes. Hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, Ralph, I. It seems like a really dumb idea if you're paranoid and panicking to, you know, take some weed. Yeah. Yeah, because well, weed always calms you right down. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Sarcasm. No. Well, I mean, it's... You know, well, these people are all far does. gone. I do like, you know, when um, Blanche finally confesses everything. And, and you see in the background, you so see... So emotional, it's like, no, yeah. it was me! And yeah. Like, okay. I, I I did enjoy that whole scene of her just the like... The, yeah, the, the montage of her just going through everything. Interrogation. Yeah. And like, oh man, I feel like I've seen this interrogation style uh, superimposed images of cops and lights and the suspect and shit going. I was half expecting mm. to see for the consideration of the Academy across <laughs> the bottom of the screen. It kind of reminded me of the Iron Giant interrogation thing, but I don't know if it went that way. It's been a while since no. I've seen that. Yeah, I don't Giant. think it did go It that did way. remind me of that, where you had Ken Mansley, Ken Mansley over Hogarth. Yeah, but that, that wasn't really, like a yeah. superimposing yeah, montage that, thing. But you're talking about that scene where it's like that, that really yeah. weird Where's animation. the giant? Yeah. Where's the giant there, Hogarth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the um, but oh, God. yeah, Lily, yeah, yeah. Li- Lillian Miles, who played uh, Blanche here, was actually in a a uh, only in a very very few films because she's one of the only ones in this movie who did not have a silent film credit um, whatsoever. I mean, she her only her only movies actually is partial filmography, but her most her most noted time was from. 1933, and this was one of her last noted films in 1936. How old were these supposed teens? Yeah, she at the time of this was 29. Oh my god! Yeah, so... I mean, she didn't look 29. No, but she was... But she was... She was older than the other people, and she was supposed to be older because she's like... I hate that you are, you know, tracking these kids and stuff, you know. Wait, that's May you're thinking of. No, I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about Blanche. Because she's the one who was, who was saying that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I remember his mate complaining about... I'm sorry, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. She, she yeah. like 30-something, so... Yeah, um, let's see, Thelma White was... No, Thelma White was 26. Oh, jeez. At least at the time of this release, but the um, she was more known for uh, actually her bigger part of her career was entertaining the troops in World War II. Um, but it really like it does get more thematic. I think the colorized version of the scene where Blanche is walking down the you know down the pathway with. Uh, with the woman who uh, looks, 
I don't know, one of the bailiffs or something. Or but she was she was wearing like a, a funeral dress looking yeah. thing. Yeah, but she had there it looked like it looks like she was partially cosplaying as one of the bombs from Super Mario Three. Oh, because the, <laughs> the feather lined up with the weird thing yeah. on her hat and made it look like hey, yeah, it's a, a bomb on her. It's head. a bomb. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bomb that wore Nike, you know, Nike I was, shoes. I was surprised <laughs> that, that the judge didn't want to do a plea deal because you see that all the time in crime things. Right, yeah. But yeah. She was all like, well, I'll say it anyways. Yeah. I saw what happened. Yeah, but when she jumps out the window, there's some yeah. really funny editing. Actually, oh, where you right, see it, where yeah. she, like, runs and clearly stops in front of the window, and mm -hmm. then you see somebody else jump a little bit, yeah. and then you see a doll falling, and then she's down. So the doll, I, yeah. I just know it was a bad green screen Well, it was thing. very clearly not her. Or yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it, yeah. it was, it was like, literally two, two of the grips just, like, flinging a mannequin out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I didn't stop and pause it or anything. Yeah, so I just, just look at it like, yeah, that's not real. See, I just love picturing, like, the sides of that particular scene of, or, like, scenes like that, like, like that episode of, um, uh, Star Trek we watched, the, the Trouble with Tribbles. Yeah. Just, like, the, just, like, the, 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 the techs on set throwing Tribbles at, at <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> and just, I, that kind of thing, just, like, the, the, the side people <laughs> just being able to, like, oh, look, we're gonna throw a fake dog at this guy. <laughs> Yeah, at one point you could see a hand just really gently, you know, aim and throw it. Yep. <laughs> but don't worry, they got a written confession out of her beforehand, so she, I guess, it, it's, you know, she didn't accidentally just screw him over. Yeah, yeah. so it gets, it gets, yeah. Bill gets uh, exonerated. I think that's yeah. the word for it. Yeah. And like, Ralph they come comes back in. And go, oh, yeah. shit, sorry. Yeah, and Jimmy, Ralph, yeah, well, yeah. he just gets away with murder, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. And Ralph comes in nearly catatonic, which it it, I, it reminded me of the '80s movie Better Off Dead. How so? Yeah, it's the. Um, Not sure I've seen that one. Oh, better. Um, um, no, it's something. Uh, I don't remember. Not Better Off Dead. It was something about a, an imaginary friend named Fred. Drop Dead Fred. Drop, drop Dead Fred. Fred. Yeah, that's it. But a Drop Dead Fred, where he had those really weird, especially the colorized version with the greenish shooting the weird eyes, and how they had to like do this weird thing where they did the close-up shots of his eyes Being real all quick. Being and paranoid. You know, and he's like, okay, well, he's gonna send him to the criminal asylum for the criminally insane for the rest of his life. Thirties, yeah. <laughs> No, they both agree with it. Okay, let's do that. And then, yeah, don't worry, you'll only be there until Reagan closes all the doors and sets everybody loose. Yeah. The sequel could be, I don't know, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really funny is where you, just before that, you have the judge telling um, Bill to say, I order you to stay and watch, and I want you to see what you just missed. Okay, okay. fine, understood. He's with the family. And they come in, and they're like, Okay, yeah, send them away. Like, and you're like, I guess you see, like, cut back to Bill going, That's it? Oh, come on. Yeah. I, I thought there was going to be violence. <laughs> and, you know, where it's the, the ending sequence of Dr. Carroll saying here. Oh, my God. The, I know I've seen that in The Simpsons. And yeah. he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. The next tragedy may be that of your daughter or your son. Or yours, 
or yours. It's like, stop pointing at me, Carol, you yeah. bastard. Yeah, now this <laughs> was direct looking motherfucker. <laughs> this was inspired and where he looked at it and it comes up with the original title, Tell Your Children. But this was actually directly inspired one of the greatest episodes of The Simpsons where, um, who shot Mr. Burns? And, you know, who will help resolve this? And Dr. Hibbert points to, they break the fourth wall. Dr. Hibbert points to, gonna be you? And then they turn, they turn the focus around and it's pointing at Chief Wiggum going, Oh, Jesus Christ, they put a lot of pressure on me, okay. I might as well, I guess. Yeah, I might as well, you know, I am the Chief. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, that is, but it's, it's, it was, um, they, 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 uh, drew, what is it where they draw over somebody? Rotoscope? Yeah, thank you. They rotoscoped over Dr. Carroll and perfectly a lot put in, um, put in Dr. Hibbard to do that. So it broke that wall, like, perfectly, exactly like that. Nice. It'll be you, and then that, that, that's one of my favorite jokes of this, besides anything that Lenny says, that's, one of my favorite jokes I in the whole series. Here. Yeah. Hey, what the hell? I just got here. But I'm wondering if this movie invented that, or if this was a a, a trope then. I mean, I'm sure it was probably used in, like, you know, tent revivals or whatever, like yeah. when there was, you know, an audience, like, you know, trying to, trying to get everyone worked up, like, in an actual, like, live performance. Whether it was the first time it was used to break the fourth wall in a movie, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking it, maybe it had uh, began with like those um, Uncle Sam type posters or well, yep. which is inspired by a British version. I can't remember that one. Yeah. But it, it was. Yeah, it, same my, pointing thing. My favorite favorite British poster from like wartime was the Keep Calm and Carry On. <sighs> Fucking yeah. everywhere with such an annoying trend. I I like the original. I have, mm. I've got the mug of it over there. The original is fine. The keep blank and blank on got so old I so know. fast. Like, yeah, I just like, like the original. Infection on Etsy, and it didn't yeah. even make sense. It was like the worst Mad Libs ever. Yeah, half the time it was about, just like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Well, like keep knitting and keep calm and knit on. Or yeah, something. it's like Shit I don't want to like chive on whatever that means. Oh, that. What was that? I don't know. About a keep calm and penis on. <laughs> There's I your mean, Mad Libs. All right then. That's the best Mad Libs ever. It's just like <laughs> we need a noun, penis. How about a verb? Penis. <laughs> Thank you, Drawn Together. I gotta get to the, the penis tower. <laughs> uh, if you want, if you want to see things making fun of like uh, drug propaganda, I recommend Clone High. Yes. Um, it was a musical episode with the the pusher. <laughs> you raisins, man. Get get tricks them into thinking that raisins will make you high. Just to raisins, sell raisins. are wonderful. I'm Captain Lavender. <laughs> Oh god, that was a great episode. That was a great, great, great episode. Yes. What damn. Alright, so we're gonna tell we you already, about 4041 we did Media. That already. No, 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 we did the Adam and Eve. Oh. So yeah, the um, from well, this is our yeah, quick we'll do break the Adam and Eve. We'll take a little break for 4041 Woo! Media and we'll talk to you in a minute. 
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's animal shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back! Alright, I just want to mention a couple of quick things about the network. Uh, We're getting a new uh, streamer pretty soon. A buddy of mine from back in high school. Uh, He goes by the name Technofrogger. Welcome. Yep, he does. uh, um, He does uh, video game streaming stuff like that. Still working on getting his channel, you know, situated. But we will get him on the network soon. Awesome. Uh, Also, another member of Forty Forty One Media, Moon Tribe Goddess, also known as Haley, for the uh, for those of you out there. She's going back to college. Yeah. And turns out the art supplies she needs are hella expensive. Crazy. Yeah, she's got a uh, a GoFundMe up. to try to help her out to get the supplies she needs. Um, Haley Schram is her name. If you can go and find it, I'll see if I can uh, link it on the pages, Facebook. You know, even if you can't donate or anything, I get it. I'm, you know, I can't really donate right now, but I'm going to try to signal boost at the very least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much everything for the network at the moment. Yeah. So, all right. Fantasy Cast. I find it a little difficult to do fantasy casting because... I mean, you've been doing yeah, pretty much doing it the whole yeah. episode. Except for I never said, oh, yeah, if it was really this mashup, how would it change things? All right, well, I had an idea. I uh, mentioned it earlier when we were talking about another movie that had a uh, surprisingly bigger budget than this one did. Mm. Um, the Room? Change the director of this film to... Tommy, what's up? <laughs> Keep the same concept. It's like, it's the same idea. It's to say, it's just, against, it's propaganda against pot and all that, but how weird would this one get? Oh, like, the, the, the weird over-the-top uh, acting okay. would become very interesting. Oh, uh, if, okay. it, if it hits, I got an idea. Let's see. Ah, it's a 16. Good. Mm. What if it was... Uh, uh, I did a shake and it was a 15. All right, fine, I get it. What if uh, Mary was replaced by Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> um, instead of getting shot, would she end up going over a rainbow or something and end up ending up in a weird psychedelic land? Because, I don't know, um, it wasn't weed, it was mushrooms! Say, well, but her feet would, like, after she died, her feet would start to curl up. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> she was a witch the whole time! Yep. <laughs> She, I don't she think was she's as innocent as she, as she No. Because she's no. clearly smoked before. Yeah. Not weed, but. Yeah. Are we talking about cigarettes. Dorothy or Mary at this point? Mary. Okay. Let's, oh, okay. I thought was, you were talking Dorothy. No, no, I mean My Mary. Bad. But yeah. she kind of reminded me a little bit of Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, so I'm, I'm thinking, hey, that would be ironic if she was whisked away to a. before she could get shot to a magical, freaky. Technicolor land. See, if, if you want to change your uh, your opinion on certain characters from Wizard of Oz, if you ever get a chance, go see Wicked. Yeah. Play. 
like and the book. from the perspective of the red shirt. Is it basically Cobra Kai but Wizard of Oz? I mean, a little bit. It's it's from <laughs> the perspective of the Wicked Witch of the West yeah. from Alphaba, and it's just like, yeah, fuck those guys. I'm on her side. Was it yeah. better than like Maleficent? Uh, well, Maleficent, like the knockoff version. I haven't seen Maleficent, so I couldn't say. But I have I've seen Wicked uh, like in the theater uh, twice, mm. and it was it's it's a. Okay, the first time I went, it was like a big family thing, and I kind of didn't want to go, because it was like, pff, eh, fucking plays, ugh, yeah. musicals, pff, eh, I don't want to. By the end of the movie, end of the movie, end of the play, I'm just like, defying gravity, and I got the whole playlist going on on my Spotify. It's just, it's, it's such a good play. Awesome. I hear, I hear the book is good as well, but different from the play, so I couldn't yeah. tell you where, what goes where, but... Totally worth checking out. Anyway. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Tangent aside. So, yes. Uh, you wanted to... I feel like I already talked about the premise a lot before. Yeah. Ooh, 20... 26. Oh. And that suddenly made me think, what if Dorothy and Alice teamed up? Now, are we talking, like, Alice in Wonderland, yeah. that yeah. version of Alice, or the, well, after the fact, the Madness Returns, yeah. American McGee's Alice? Ameri All deconstructive Alice. Yeah, I'd say yeah. American McGee's Alice. Oh, man, but I feel like this is going completely off the rails now. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But it is awesome. But it's, like, it's propaganda. Let it go crazy. Would yeah. it be more Wonderland, or would it be more, uh, what was the Wizard of Oz land? It was Oz? Oz. Oh, yeah. And do they run into? Do they run into um? Oh, um Burt Reynolds <laughs> in a bikini? You mean uh, uh, Sean Connery? Sean Connery, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Connery in a red yeah. bikini because Zardoz. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm just like, hold on. You, you're losing me. You lose. You got me back. All right, Zardoz. We're good. This is just um. Fuck. I forgot his character's name. Is, in Zardoz. Yes. Yeah. It's his hallucination as he dies. Fuck! What was his name? I have they just no called idea. him like they just called him a brute for most of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I misplaced my phone. Or but I'd you know where I, who I'm talking about? Yes. That guy. Maybe it's all just a fever dream in his mind because hmm. he, he got confused between the Wizard of Oz and uh, Alice in Wonderland, and and Alice and um, Dorothy went on psychedelic adventures, and somehow drugs are bad. Okay. I mean, hell, I'd watch it. Yeah, man. Sounds like sounds like a fun time. A natural crossover. Yeah, you know, the American McGee's Alice. Those games, those mm. were actually pretty good. So, yeah, yeah. His name, uh, he he uh, he Zed. played the character Zed. Zed. All right, what? How did I forget that? Yeah. Okay. All right, I got I got one. Okay. Just kind of adding on to all this. I gotta say though, what happens to the trial if Mary's just. Uh, beamed off into a magical world. I, I mean, if, if we're following Mary, what's it matter? Yeah, so right, like, yeah. Let these horrible propagandists yeah. deal with their own shit. Yeah. I don't know, it could have been yeah. interesting. Like, it's one of them turns into Fox Mulder. <laughs> my my girlfriend was abducted. I, I'm, I'm gonna investigate forever. Turns into Fox Mulder and, you know, investigates a weird ghost out in Springfield. Wow, this movie just got epic. Yeah, yeah. It's got its own cinematic universe now. All right. Well, speaking of that, I actually got one I can throw in here. Okay. So, 
taking all this and just adding on to what everybody's saying, <laughs> you have this all directed by Quentin Tarantino. Well, Hot damn. And there's a, just a thought for it because I oh, there, there's a lot, but let me, before I, roll, I say anything, I'm just going to roll shut up. Oh. Uh, oh, correct. That's right. Well, be, yeah. All right. The... Alright, so slides a little. Okay, so you have this directed by Quentin Tarantino, and you do follow that. However, what you have is when she goes over the rainbow, you start playing Steppenwolf's Magic Carpet Ride. And and then as it's going along, you also have a return of some of his other characters, because if you talk about who's doing that, you have Vincent Vega before he got shot by Brute in the... Uh, who was to uh, Vincent Vega, who was John Travolta's character. Uh, so he yeah. beams into Mary's place, he, and he's the one who gets shot? He's the one who gets shot. Wow. And the whole time you realize that it's actually Butch the Boxer, who is played by Bruce Willis. It's all in his head at that time. And as they do that, and they realize that he's actually, the whole time, it really, they're trying to figure this all out. And what actually happened in that department the entire time? Somebody sitting in a chair while one dude, while uh, the, well, uh, crap, the glowing suitcase full of the reefers? The, oh yeah. my god, they're going to While they do that, and there's somebody sitting in there, May and Bill, Bill, there it is. Bill is sitting on the couch, and the crazy Russian guy who's Vladimir Putin, I'm Ralph. not even going to, uh, Ralph, I'm not even going to do that, I'm just going to call him Vladimir Putin. Um, who, Conan O'Putin. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so they have that. And then they're dancing around while he's really paranoid. You have Jack, who's dancing around while they're playing Stuck in the Middle with You. Okay. Or <laughs> they do that, so they're really stuck, stuck in the in Middle with You, which yeah. uh, Mr. Blonde yeah. was who's, also Vic Vega. Yes. Who's getting their ear cut off, though? Yeah. And now that makes me think of American yeah. Psycho with Christian Bale. Was, was he the Man. one in there? Did he do something with the music? Like... Similar? I don't remember. Somewhat, like, yeah. Like, like, the main I, I remember is the nail gun kind of thing. I just yeah. remember seeing it parodied. Yeah. yeah. And at the very end, when they have that, that May passes out and they do that, she is revived by an adrenaline shot to the shot to the heart. <laughs> an adrenaline shot. I mean, if you have enough adrenaline in your system, I'm sure you eventually will. Yeah. I was thinking of using that as a tool to awaken, like, horrible, horrible smelling salts. And this I whole mean, thing... <laughs> horrible, yeah. but effective. Yeah. And this whole thing is being watched on the TV by... H.P. Lovecraft. By H.P. Lovecraft. He's the narrator. <laughs> it H. could H. happen Lovecraft, to you. Who would do that? Then it could happen to you. And, 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 because he has to cameo himself... Tarantino is played uh, is playing Dr. Carol. Of course. So, Lovecraft would be Dr. So, Carol. So Carol will be swearing quite yeah. a bit more. Yeah. It'll happen to you. Yours. And yours. yours. And or yours. 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 Or Dr. her feet. Yeah. Oh, God. I had to put a foot joke. <laughs> what if Dr. Carol was like Cheech and or Chong? <laughs> Or it'll happen to you, man. It'll happen to you. <laughs> we gotta stick yeah, a man, stoner in the role of yeah. one of these. Like a stoner-type character. Uh, Bill's Topher Grace. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the cast of that 70s show. Yup. <laughs> I owned it. Uh, there's another one I thought of, but I can't remember it now. Oh, the, and right, I'm yeah, sober. Yeah. 
The oh hell oh, yeah! Hot damn! Yeah, so, so, so all the all show? the kids are the car. All <gasps> the kids are are, oh. the, are that seventy show cast. Except Danny Masterson, he can go to hell. Yeah. Mm. So it's does this movie have a a funny ending then? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. They're probably it's they're probably talking about the verdict in that circle in like the circle as the joint passes yeah, yeah, yeah. around. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta make the judge red foreman. Yep. You're all a bunch of dumbasses. And I put my foot up your ass. Shit, that was another character I can't remember. Let me just tell you, if I was a bird, I'd fly into a ceiling fan. <laughs> but then you got Tommy Chong in that too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he was like yeah. then. Yep. That I mean that's that's where like 70s show came from in my mind. Just like, yeah, he was Leo in that. Yeah. Yeah, he was named Leo later. His original name was Man. Huh, alright. Yeah, because they couldn't, he was supposed to be a one-time character, and then he ended up being so damn funny, they kept writing him he in. Kept, yep, and then he yeah. ended up working for, um, yeah. for Hyde at the, at the record store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was, <laughs> that was so true. And I, don't, I don't even uh, really like that 70s show, I just know a lot about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, it yeah. does some of it doesn't age well. No, I didn't go out of my way to watch it. Yeah. I saw some. You had a Kelso poster. Though. I got it from a friend. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's jo- right. Joss that's is right. a fan, and yeah. uh, she's done a she's done a few marathon watch throughs here and there. Mm. Uh, I just I mean, if it keeps her away from Gilmore Girls, I'm happy. Like, I'll deal with 70s show. Oh my god, what if Blanche was Blanche Devereaux? <laughs> oh, that would just get gross. Yeah. Like, hey, like, I've done this before, honey. They'd be like if oh. Blanche turned into a weird pedo. Yeah, that'd be straight up robbing yeah. the cradle. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, she never went that far. I mean, no. there was a, I remember there was a few episodes where she dated a younger person, but it was like, oh, he still has a job. Yeah. Like, he doesn't collect Social Security yet, honey. <laughs> like, Fuck. Hearing that from my deep voice just sounds really weird. It, yeah, it's... Yeah. As long as turn the mic off, I'm going to remember whatever character uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh. You know, I'd like to see Beavis and Butthead in this. See, was I don't remember what it was. A few weeks ago, I was trying to remember something on mic, and it didn't like come back to me until like four days later. Oh, that's oh, yeah, you like put it was that, just it was like in, in, our in our private chat. It's like motherfucker, I remember now. Yeah, it was like you were on your you were in the middle of your work day, and it just like whatever it hit me like with like physical force, and I had to stop and like, guys, I remembered it. I think it was like a fantasy casting I wanted to do for something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, I'm looking at the chat right now while we're talking. Oh, it was it was a a while back, so I don't know. Right, is everyone out, everyone out of ideas now? I, I, I think I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm yeah. tired. I'm good. Yeah, we'll find I'm it. We'll find it. I'll a remember bit, it in like ten minutes. Yeah. All right, folks. So. um... We actually have a really good one next week. Uh, we're we've we gone have. backwards, and now we're gonna fling all the way forward back into the '80s. So we have Fast Times at Richmond High, and we will have Kelly Maroney on the show, who was one of the stars. Hey, hey! So this is gonna be real fun, and we want to go out with a little taste of because we're talking about Reefer Madness. 
um, because the original name of the the movie was Teach Your Children. I want to, uh, you know, was uh, and I want to go out with Teach Your Children by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. And consume your edibles responsibly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And because it's just really funny to go back and then realize, okay, here's a really much better version of that. So we're gonna listen to that for just a few moments. All right. So be good. Take care of yourself. Don't be too good. Each children well their father's help did slowly go by and feed them on your dreams 